This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good morning. It's Wednesday, February 2nd. Uh, We're looking at a positive open today, but let's talk about yesterday. Yesterday, I said by Google. Um, Google was around 2700 yesterday. I think I got my price in. If you follow me on Twitter, I put in um, $20,000 into this, uh, the Google Play. And I said earnings are going to pop. Um, they did pop, which was uh, probably responsible for about a 5% move in Google. Um, as long as that 5% move was there, uh, it was good. I was happy with it. But then they announced a 20 for one stock split and that blew the market away, popped another 5%. So it's up about 10% today, over 3,000, kind of where I said there was a resistance at 3,000. Um, we're looking, let me look at Google on the uh, algorithm so we can look at this one. GL is the one because that has the voting rights. So it did cross the MACD. Um, you can see the last time it reported earnings, it also popped up. Um, so now we've got two for two. Uh, looks like we're, we're moving into the uh, 3,000 level on this one. It's going to gap up today. That's going to create a gap that will most likely bring it down. Um, and again, if you're following me on Twitter, I put in a seasonality uh, chart of the S&P um, and it says next week we're up 89% of the time out of the last 20 years. So there's seasonality there that indicates that uh, th- th- this is going to stay up for the next week or so. Um, I-, I don't necessarily know what it's going to do past that one, but with strong earnings, a 20 for one, for one stock split, I-, I think it stays above that 3000 level. I think rather than resistance, that 3000 level probably provides a little bit of support. Um, Amazon as well, up over 3000 again. Um, and they report, I think, uh, when is it? I have it in my notes here. Amazon Thursday after the bell they report. So um, I don't think that Amazon will have as good an al- as an alphabet quarter. Um, I think Amazon's got some additional pressures like... Uh, uh, some of the inflation that's going on, some of the co- rising costs that are going on, their margins may be down. Um, so I, I, I don't know that I'm necessarily going to play Amazon, but um, the other one that we were looking at yesterday was AMD. AMD, if you're following me on Twitter, I put $10,000 into AMD. I think I got it. I wanted to get it under 115, but I think I got it right at 115, maybe 114.90 or something. Um, yesterday's range was the day range 112 to 117. So I absolutely, you know, again, you can't time the market. You can't get it at its absolute low during the day. Buy it. You know, I bought a hundred shares of this thing. So, um, I, I, I put in like, you know, $11,000, but that's what a couple hundred bucks when you're talking about that two weeks from now, when I'm, I'm calculating my profit, 
on this one when it's actually at 140. Today it's going to open up at about 131. I do think that this one continues to move up. I think there's demand for AMD. I think their uh, Xilinx acquisition is good. But when we're talking about chips, the other one that I, is actually coming up right now um, and one that I mentioned yesterday that I, I was trying to play is Qualcomm. Uh, well, with the news of uh, AMD's earnings and the late day rally yesterday in Qualcomm, uh, yesterday's range, the Qualcomm went from 173 to 177. I was trying to get it under 170. Um, and you can see a late day rally and in the pre-market, it's just uh, soared. So I was trying to get it at the 170 price. Um, looks like now I'll be trying to get it today below 180. It's going to open up around 183, it looks like. Um, I do think that Qualcomm, even at this price, the PE ratio is 22. And when you look at AMD, uh, AMD's PE ratio is 45. So Qualcomm still has some room to grow as long as they don't say something like um, we have supply constraints, we have uh, uh, other issues, blah, blah, blah. I think AMD will be, or Qualcomm will be okay today. I'm going to try and get it under 180. If I do, I'll post it on Twitter. Um, the other one that's happening today is Facebook. And now Facebook also gapped up yesterday. Um, I was trying to get that one under 300. Yesterday's day range was about 312 to 319. I almost pulled the trigger. Uh, it closed at 319, pretty much at its day high. Uh, it's going to open up today at 3.30. Unfortunately, this one, I think that they're looking at uh, a lot of positive momentum. Um, you're looking at a 52-week high of 3.84 back in September. So it's not too far from its 52-week uh, high. They would have to blow something out of the water um, for Facebook to gap up to um, you know from 3.30 to 3.60, say. Um, that's a 10% move. I don't know that I'm as attracted to this one. Their PE ratio is 22, so it isn't super, super high in this high growth area. Um, if they blow it out of the water, and if we look at it on TrendSpider, and we go back to the last earnings call, um, which was October 26th, it looks like. Um, this stock just went down. It went from about 320 down to about, I'm sorry, 330 down to about 320. So that's where it's kind of opening up on this, uh, this quarter's earnings at about 3.30, ironically, where it, you know, it had last earnings and it continued to fall down. Now, the good news on this one is the MACD did just cross up um, on the, the four-hour chart. On the daily chart, I think it's just about to. I'm not going to switch to daily. I'm looking at a four-hour one. The RSI right now looks like it's 55, so it is slightly um, over, so overbought. Uh, it, again, if I'm looking at these two, uh, Qualcomm or Facebook, I think Qualcomm probably has the, the upper edge. Um, it hasn't moved up as much. Their uh, RSI is still 55, which is about Facebook. But I do think that trading in line, what I fear with Facebook is they're going to come out and say they're still constrained by the Apple uh, privacy changes. 
Snapchat did that in their earnings, and they went from 36, 37 down to about 28, 29 on that. Um, they said they were having more difficulty with that. Google was sheltered from that, and that was part of the reason why Google um, released those earnings. So I think today, if I had to choose one, I'd probably go for Qualcomm. I'd probably look for Qualcomm. Um, I think at under 180, I think you'll do well with Qualcomm. Uh, again, it's going to open up about 183. So uh, probably should have grabbed this one yesterday, uh, knowing that AMD would be a catalyst. Um, that if AMD went up, Qualcomm would go up. I probably should have put some money into this one. So um, that's yesterday's uh, update just from, from yesterday. That's kind of what we talked about. Uh, there's a new one that kind of came up and, and caught my eye, and it's Cleveland Cliffs. Um, they're an iron ore manufacturer, and CLF is the, the ticker. It's been beaten down lately, and we just got a MACD crossover um, on Monday at $16.99. Um, let's bring it up on, I was just looking at the, the Trend Spider one, but if you pull it up on uh, Active Trader Pro, their PE ratio is 4.75, so it's not very high, but this one isn't one that's looking at significant growth. Um, Leventhal, who is a trader, Jim Leventhal, Farmer Jim, on the uh, CNBC uh, halftime report. He's been touting this one all over the place. Uh, yesterday's day range was between 1742 and 1843. Uh, it closed at 1843. It's going to gap up to about 1861 or so. Um, so it, it's going to, it closed at its high yesterday. It's still on its way up. Um, the PE ratio is is rather uh, low. Let's see if they are the reporting earnings. It looks like on February 10th. Um, so earnings are coming up. They should have a good earnings report. Um, if you look at the last earnings report, they went from about 21 all the way up to 25, which is a significant move. Getting into this one today, I would say if you can get it anywhere below 1850, um, I think you're looking at a good, uh, solid potential for this one to pop when it gets its earnings next week. Um, Again, you're looking at a stock that that its 52-week range is between 26. I'm sorry, 12.77, and which was March of last year, and 26.51. So it's got a good amount of pop in it, but with its P/E ratio of 4.75, I think it's in that value territory um, of the S&P. And, and when you're looking at those values, you're you're, you're kind of hoping that they go. You know, uh, they can grow for a little bit. You've got a dividend yield in this one. Um, so it's not a bad play. Uh, I think it's a good one at, at $18. I think it could um, strive up to $22, $23, which would be a good move when you're talking percentage. And I think that could be hit within earnings, which is, uh, again, February 10th, which is next week. So that's the one I'm looking at today. Um, I, you know, one of the things that I wanted to go over too was <clears throat> you're looking at a, a very large open to the NASDAQ, which is probably due to Google, but it's also due to debt um, uh, tech overall. When you look at a daily chart, <clears throat> and I posted this yesterday, 
of the triple Q's, which is a um, tracking stock of the NASDAQ 100. When you're looking at that, it just crossed up its 200 day. It hasn't traded below its 200 day um, on the daily. I'm looking back. The last time it did was March of 2020. So it, it just crossed under its 200 day um, for the last, mm, looks like a week or two, <clears throat> which is a, a bearish signal. But it just had its MACD crossover. It crossed up above its 200 day. The death cross has not happened where the 50 day cross is under the 200 day. And I don't think that that's going to happen. The last time it came close was again, May 2020, um, where the 50 day kind of touched the 200 day. I don't see it kind of crossing, but you've got a really bullish uh, setup here in the triple Q's, which tells me try and buy those those beaten down tech stocks. Um, some of those, you know, Pinterest is one, P-I-N-S. Um, when you look at this one, it had a MACD crossover. It looks like um, just a couple of days ago at 29.61. Um, today, pins is going to open up. It's, it's significantly up. Um, they're going to open up at 30. So um, you had a 29 to a 30 move, which is not a bad move at all. So, and Pinterest actually also has a um, earnings report coming up. I don't know that I'd necessarily play this one. This one's a huge gamble. Their 52 week range is um, 28, I'm sorry, uh, 2597, which was just uh, about a, last week, 128. Um, their 52-week high is February of last year. So it's almost been a year. Um, their 52-week high is 89.90. This one's a little bit uh, wonky. We can probably take a lot from Facebook's um, uh, earnings report on this one. Uh, Snap, just so you know, is trading at about 34. It's a good pop-up. Um, also yesterday, there was an NVIDIA pop-up. Um, we saw that one. And yesterday also, PayPal um, got hammered, absolutely hammered. Full disclosure, I own this one. I think my purchase price was around 195, 196 when Boomer favorite Jim Cramer said buy it. It's, it's uh, solid quality. Well, it's not solid quality, Boomer Jim. Uh, so they've got an er they had an earnings report. Um, they are down near 140s. Uh, it is a a nightmare to own this one. I do think that you're looking at multiples that look attractive. Um, their PE ratio is 42, whereas uh, you look at Square or Block, as it's now known, um, their PE ratio is 133. So uh, they are in direct competition with them. Again, PayPal has some other issues, uh, but whenever I go to check out online at any store, PayPal's an option. Uh, they have Venmo, who I don't know anybody that doesn't use Venmo. Um, so you're looking at, again, there's opportunities in this market. If I'm looking to trade today, I think Qualcomm's the one that I'm, I'm going to look at. And I think if I can get it in uh, under 180, I think that's the one that I'll do. Again, you're looking at a super bullish market here, probably for the next this week and next week. Um, I don't think I, I think you're seeing some of these go back up to their their high. When I look at the spy, 
um, uh, ETF, which it tracks uh, 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 the S&P. You're looking at a, a very low MACD crossover. You're looking at an RSI at 54, so it's not overbought in, in the least. Um, we had a, a purchase on the SPY um, at, at 441. It, it looks like it covered the gap that was back in November. But um, 441, which was just January 31st, which was uh, Monday, I believe. Um, and that one looks like it's a, you know, it, it's a buy at 441. And oh, here we are, 452. Now, uh, a lot of people are saying that we will see 5,000 in the S&P um, at the end of the year. That's probably where we'll close. Uh, if we do see 5,000, you still got a 10% move up in the S&P. Um, a lot of people are saying we could hit 5,000 in the next couple of weeks um, if Apple and, and Facebook and Google and all of those kind of move up to their 52-week highs again as they're not that far off. Um, so, you know, one of the other things that I mentioned before was XLG, which is the top 50 ETFs. Um, we just had a MACD crossover on this one, which isn't unheard of at 344 today. It's trading at 352. So, again, you've got bullish segments of this market. I do think that you have to pick and choose. Cleveland Cliffs is one that looks really promising to me. Um, it, it really, really does. Uh, with their earnings coming out next week, um, and you know, kind of a look at, there is some gap up here. It looks like, um, but I don't think you know they did have their death cross, which is the 50 crossing the 200. They're trading well below their 50, well below their 200. Um, they are right at about their nine and 21 day. It looks like the if the nine, if we continue to go up, the nine will cross the 21 day here in the next couple of sessions. Um, you've got some, since we had the death cross, let me move the volume indicator back to where we saw the death cross. And you're looking at a volume shelf right around, um, it looks like 16 or 17. Um, let's look at CLF, how it's trading today. I think it's at 1840 something. Yeah, 18, it closed at 1843 and it's at 1859. I think if you could get this one, if we do see some type of closing today um, where it's down on the Dow, uh, energy is super, super strong. In fact, I, I did see um, some of the natural gas stuff. Um, I think it's boil it is, is a significant mover today. So volatility is your friend and volatility will continue to take place in this market. Um, so overall, watch my Twitter. Uh, if you were watching Twitter yesterday, if you listened to the podcast yesterday and you did the moves that I did, you made some money. Kudos. I'm not going to be right every day. I'm wrong many times. Um, but in, in, in these earnings times, again, it's gambling. And I think that, that Facebook and Qualcomm today, if we could have gotten Facebook under 330. Again, if you look at Facebook today and they're going to open up around 330. Yeah, it looks like 329. In my mind, if you can get Facebook under 320 at any point today, I think you're looking at a good opportunity. Um, I don't know that it's going to get down that low. I think it's going to continue to stay up. Uh, I think Google's kind of bringing them up. Um, but I think 330, if I, or, I'm sorry, 320 is a mark that I think 
would be good. Our um, algorithm says 309. Uh, I don't think you're getting down to 309 today, but there is some some decent opportunity here. Again, it's trading under its 50-day. It's trading under its 200-day. It's just trading over the 9, just trading over the 21. Uh, the MACD crossed over. It's a little bit overbought, it does look like, um, but with earnings coming up, I would expect that. So uh, Qualcomm is my play today. Uh, UCO, uh, SCO, you can play those. Uh, I do think we're looking at some oil issues with OPEX meeting today. So they may may see some pops. They may see some movements. Uvixi and Xvixi are always plays to play if you're looking to, uh, to play some volatility during the day. But again, I, I think for long term, Qualcomm's one. If you can get it under 180, I think you're good. I don't think that you're looking at um, something that you know a year from now. Say for instance, you know it go, Qualcomm goes down, and I posted this on Twitter many times. There is a big, big gap from the last earnings, from 138 up to 152. Uh, typically, stocks will go back and look to cover that gap. Uh, the only thing that I can say is that the 50-day on Qualcomm is moving down, uh, which is a uh, a bearish sentiment. But I don't think it's going to continue that way. I think it's just been consolidating just like it did right before the earnings of the last one. And then, boom, it took off. I think you're looking at another leg up. So Qualcomm's the one today. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter. Take care. Good night. Talk to you tomorrow.